Yeah, happy Memorial Day, motherfuckers. Is the real truth back? I say podcast. We here today and we fixing to go all the way in. Mm-hmm. DJ Rain back in this motherfucking bitch. And it feels good to be able to stand as a man and hold your nuts and be able to say that you are that nigga, even on the microphone. Damn. Some of you DJs can't say it, because you know you're not that nigga. But I enjoy saying it and I stand firm to that shit. And I'm happy about that. All right, let's hop on uh, testicle holding. All right, way to start it off. So we're going to go ahead Sounds and... Sounds bad when you word it that way. <laughs> kick this shit off. Uh, Carolina Music Review, we have DJ Adam T. Name of the song, Birthday Behavior. Yeah. Birthday people, clap your hands. Birthday people, clap your hands. Oh, yeah. Doing this one for all our birthday people celebrating birthdays. Whether it's now, it's coming up, or if it's already passed. We're also doing it celebrating for all our loved ones in heaven, celebrating those birthdays. One time with G's out of G, baby, baby. Let's go. Where my birthday people at? Point them out. Where my birthday people? Point them out. Point them out. Where my birthday people at? Point them out. Where my birthday people? Point them out. Point them out. Can't point to no one else. Well, Point to your own damn self Can't point to no one else Point to heaven and to yourself Get your butts up, hands up, cups up, drinks up, bottles up, celebrate We're gonna toast it up Hey! Gonna toast it up Hey! Get your butts up, hands up, cups up, drinks up, bottles up, celebrate We're gonna toast it up Hey! Gonna toast it up What's the name of this song? It's the birthday behavior Go crazy, percolator Just wiggle it just a little bit Now twerk it, twerk, twerk, twerk that thing 
go first this was this was just don't shit you, he don't you, don't you motherfucking act like our producer wrote this uh song look man look we normally do hip-hop right but we fuck with all carolina music man uh yeah. and this was a carolina submission i take every song for what it's worth there was a song not too long ago i was like shit if it was a fucking 14 year old kid or 12 year old it was a hit <laughs> so if you're in the liquor house for real, liquor house slash Zydeco slash line dancing type of song, you can do this. Like if I was in if I was in a liquor house and there was some, you know, 40, 50 year old big booty, big titty bitches was running around that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. Uh I would be birthday, but hey, I keep drinking and just turn up with that shit. Cause I have fun everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? So I would just birthday, hey, I get in all of that shit. But you know, is this my normal cup of tea? Like, I don't normally listen to a whole lot of line dance music. As a DJ, I'm obligated to play it when necessary. You know the events. You're going to have to line dance. You're going to have to line dance at damn the cookouts. The fucking this is wedding considered receptions. a line dance? This is, I mean, this is Zydeco. I mean, this is in the same vein. This, I mean, I'm sure they got to dance to the birthday behavior. I mean, shit. Any song, I put, I put a line dance song as any song that's so simple that you know the fucking lyrics of your first time hearing it. Like, Cupid Show, to the right, to the right, to the left. This nigga went from January through December. I picked up, I picked up the fucking pattern after January. Like, okay, I know where he's going next. So, um, for the sake and the vein of the song that it is, I would say it's good, but you would have to be open to this type of music. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. For what it's worth, like, you're not going to bring this and be like, yo, I got a club banger. You know what I'm saying? And the type of club venues I play in. But shit, I know some other DJs, some older cats who this would be, you know, yeah, I might was, be conducive. I was kind of over here thinking about different settings. So I could see this shit tan club 100 up. <laughs> Motherfucker damn, got some fried okra on his plate. Right, this is, damn, a fried, this is a fried, yeah. this fried okra music. Yeah, fried okra, gin and juice in his cup, damn. Gin and tonic. Yeah, just going crazy on this shit. I could picture my uncle damn yeah. flipping some meat and them damn Jesus sandals. Some Seagrams. Yeah, damn white beat on, baby powder on his chest. Malt liquor. Uh, yeah, I could, I could picture all this shit. Like I can see that. Like like an old uncle who be like, yeah, man, I got so many bitches. And you be looking like, man, that bitch ain't even bad. <laughs> she got like missing teeth. She old and fat. He be talking her up like she really just doing it. And he really still vision her like. Was she like 30 years ago? Yeah, 30 you don't even see her for where she is now. I, mean, I got her, man. She bad as what? You know, so that's why I yeah, see this. But unfortunately, we're not in those type settings. So <laughs> this type setting was really not the setting for this shit. So I'm going to go ahead. Don't discourage people with different jobs. I'm not discouraging anything, but I'm giving this the biggest non stamp that I possibly can find. If you put a stamp on it, I'm peeling that bitch off. There's nah, no man. stamp on this shit. Nah, for what it's worth. All. Like, like I said, you gotta you gotta appreciate shit for what it is. Right, but it's a market for everything. We've heard other songs we just stamp. There's somewhere that some motherfucker like that shit. And I know there's a market for this. Yeah. Yeah. This just ain't it. Yes. There's definitely a market for this shit. We yeah. I agree. This is not the platform that traditionally plays that type of music, but that don't mean I ain't gonna stamp it. Keep doing your thing. You DJ stamp it? Adam T. Fucking right. Oh shit. 
I mean, because of the type of music that it is, it's good for what it is. Okay. You don't you don't like this genre at all, so it wouldn't be like, oh, this is. You don't like bluegrass, so you wouldn't be like, oh, that's a dope ass bluegrass. Nah, song. that's that's me? irrelevant. That's yeah. the exact same thing. It's no, a genre of music you that, don't fuck with. Nah, that's a lot of music I fuck with. Nah, but you Outside fuck with bluegrass. But do you fuck with bluegrass? Maybe. If name I name a, name like. your favorite bluegrass artist. I don't know. I don't well, just ride around. That means you're not that, exactly. But that you're doesn't mean I'm not gonna like it because I I don't I can't name artist. But I mean, I'm just saying you can't appreciate blue compared to bluegrass. Like I've listened to more of this type of music probably than you have, so I can appreciate. I like that work. shit. That that uh that liquor house music. What's that? Let's go to the hole in the wall. That shit. Hole that be going. in the wall. Yeah. That's the so, shit. Yeah. yeah. Like nah. You know. But that's that's official though. That's classic. Official, you know what yeah, I'm but um, DJ Adam T, um, keep down with your family reunion tour, and I'm sure you're a damn man, <laughs> a ass of keep fans, pushing, bro. Your lane yeah. is your lane, and if your lane make money, you get it. How do you think DJ Adam T is? Man, I would honestly say DJ Adam T would be anywhere from uh, I would just assume in my mind like 48, Shit, to 57. No. No, sixty. Start way too low. Oh man, down. nah, man. He in the fourth quarter is fifties. Nah, at least. man, because that dude who made Cupid shuffle that. I mean, he he's young. They man, just fuck make, him. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> why you? But why you? But why you say fuck all these artists? That's okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, these motherfuckers who make this music, they're strategic. And they know that there's a crowd, and this crowd is loyal as fuck to their sound. The okay. same way motherfuckers are loyal when they hear a certain, like, they hear the gospel sound. Like, it just resonates in them in a way that's nostalgic to their childhood. So I they hate fuck gospel with music, it. man. You would just sound like you hate a whole lot of shit right now. Really? Nah, nah, I just don't like gospel music. Well, you, you've, you've already said fuck gospel music, you said fuck Cupid, nah. <laughs> and you pretty much gave uh, poor Adam T here a thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's three awesome. negatives in a row. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm sure he's an awesome uncle, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, keep this shit moving, man. Let's go. So <laughs> keep going, homie. But uh, yeah. So just quick rundown this week. We got a guest who's supposed to be coming. I told her to hit the phone when she outside. She down running behind. She um. She do makeup, lashes, and shit, so she probably down was with a client still. But uh, this week, man, ain't shit. You know, busy. Um, still down pushing the tape. Great feedback on that shit. I'm going right back in on they motherfucking ass. Um, I just want to wrap some more. Putting that shit out in July. Um, this time I'm doing some shit different. I'm letting y'all choose what the fuck I going on. Um, then got nine submissions so far. Beats motherfuckers want me to go in and kill. So I done found them all except one. I'm still looking for that shit, but I'm going to kill it. So be prepared for that shit. Got some other shit dropping for y'all. So stay the fuck tuned. Is what that, the hell you had going on? Okay, that's the what you had going on? Yeah. I didn't even hear like a preface. That's what's going on. I, I just heard you just start, you know. Yeah, you, you weren't actively listening. You I was texting not. some pussy. No, I was uh, multitasking, not regarding pussy, but uh, that's that's just all work. I, I, I'm texting work for more work regarding work. But man, shit, since I was here last week, I did a uh, a surprise wedding, well, no, a surprise uh, proposal slash birthday party okay. um, in Georgia. That shit was fun as fuck. It was real cool. Um, it really, I really had to reflect and not to, you know, cap, but I I really had to reflect on my engagement skills, because a lot of shit I would have handled differently in the past that I handled I think perfectly, like um, the young lady who was proposing her mother was probably about 65, 70, when she first saw me, she was like boy, you cute Okay. and you know, normally I was just, you know, back in the day I'd have been like uh, okay, but you know this is the mother of the person that booked me. You still got to be engaging. So I was like, oh, you! I love your dress. You are so sweet. Thank you. How she look? See now, pussy. Uh, oh, my God, man. You know, um, <laughs> I'm going to be completely respectful because they fans of the podcast, too. Uh, but she was, uh, I mean, she, she looks like, you know, somebody's grandma, man. She was a pretty grandma, but she looks like somebody's like, grandma. Like uh, Angela Bassett? Because you know no, she No, she was, I mean, she was more of a, uh, more full. Miss Jerry from Martin? Uh no, she was a little more full figured of a of a grandmama. <laughs> big uh, mama. She's more of a big mama. 
cool. That's, but, I just wanted but to get it, a yeah. So I, I acknowledged her. I thought I thought she. I told her she was very sweet and very pretty. She dressed you gotta nice. Got a lot of elderly people. Absolutely love them. So I'm playing a song, and it's early. And the way this venue set up, right, it's like if you're in there and you're not eating, you you're looking at me. You're looking at the DJ area. Okay. So she's like, it's early. She's the only one on the floor, and she's like, "Oh, this is my song. You gotta, you gotta dance with me." What was the song? I think it was Old Town Road. Oh shit! Yes. Hell yeah. So she was like, "You gotta dance with me. You gotta, you gotta dance." I said, "Well, ma'am, I would love to, but I'm DJing, so I, I I have to DJ." And she was like, "You can come out here for a minute. You got time before that song go off." And now everybody at this point is looking at me, like, right? Don't, do not turn her down. So Show I'm like, "Some love, you know." So I'm <laughs> like, "Fuck it, you know, let's go." So I get out there. I'm two stepping, you know, because that's what you do, you know, when you 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 doing the old school two step. Right. Nigga, you know she it. turned around and Ooh, threw that whoa. thing on me, and then all you hear is, "Boy, don't be scared of that thing, boy, Ooh. don't be scared of that thing, boy." So I'm just like, mm. "Oh shit!" So I'm just doing this. I'm just like, <laughs> and I stand there, and you know, uh, we danced for literally about a minute because I had to play another song. I gave her a hug and told her thank you, and but after that, like, it was like everybody else there. They kind of like it was like. An instant icebreaker, like everyone else engaged me like I was family because I was dancing with family. Like, so it made the engagement piece <laughs> go so much smoother throughout the whole event. Um, so that was week before last. This week, you know, I, I, I've been pretty busy. I've been blessed, you know, been working four nights a week. I did uh, two dollar Tuesday at Lavish, a uh, Lavish Tuesday, smash that shit. Last night I was at the dugout, smashed that shit, just went crazy. And it was a crowd once I got there. You been you remember the dugout. They renovated it, but it's still the same right. format. So once I sit up, everybody's already in there eating and drinking and they looking at me. So uh I felt compelled, you know, to let them know that y'all finna have a goddamn like amazing experience. Uh, I'm finna set the motherfucking dugout on fire and I and if you don't know I am that motherfucking nigga. Like, this is what I said on the mic before his music, you know, just to let, let them know. know. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and it was like, okay. And then I proceeded to prove to them why I am that nigga. Um, you should have told them you got a problem with it. <laughs> Come out at me right now, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't, you know, <laughs> we, we've talked about it on the podcast before. You, you, you always engage every area, every side of the town, every city with respect, but you can still get your point across and stand firm. With who you are, you just don't have to be disrespectful. I wasn't anti anybody. Right. I was just extremely pro me, and I think I'm gonna take more of that approach in my going forward behaviors. Like everybody need to know. Yeah. Like you're not listening to one of these regular who shoo shoo regular. You know, I'm not that nigga. Mm. I'm that nigga. So you're not Adam nigga. T. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow! Shout out that uh, DJ Adam T. I'm not Adam T. I mean, I I I don't want to be Adam T. I'm sure Adam T. Don't want to be Rain. He got his lane and I got mine. But in mine, I'm I'm that nigga. Mm. So that's what I've been doing, man. Just just a lot of work. So quick free fall. Mm. You mentioned the um the ass was being tossed on you. You really couldn't. They were telling you don't don't let it just overtake you. What? What is a time you've been in the club grinding on some ass and you've been like, oh shit, like I got I got to put in work because motherfuckers might be looking and damn, she is really going ham on my ass. Like, um, I can't really remember like giving a fuck if somebody was looking because if somebody was going ham back when I was like young and dancing, I was probably <laughs> fucked up. Now I do I don't even remember the club or the situation, but it was like it was one of those nice events. Where oh, it turns no, ratchet, so it was a ratchet event. So I had some shit on. I remember because I, like, I ass was so big, but my ass had on like fucking wingtips. It was a dressy event. So when she was throwing that ass on me, I slide back and shit. Like I really had to like grab her by her hips to kind of control because she was one of these. She was sexy. I remember she was a big bootied woman, <laughs> but you know some big booty women they look good dancing. By themselves, but they don't have no rhythm when you get they get behind you. So that ass was going everywhere, and I'm like sliding the fuck around, like I'm like I'm fucking James Brown, just trying to like do a dance or a jig in this bitch. So I had to grab her and like really just hold on. So I just kind of accentuated it and was like slide my legs out, still doing like let it know, like I'm riding like a wild fucking boar in this bitch. So that's that's what I remember. Just 
that ass was out of control. It was hard to ride with wingtips just sliding around on carpet. <laughs> but we made it happen. Y'all was on carpet? It was like a formal oh, it, was, it was like a ballroom. <laughs> it was a ballroom type of event. It wasn't hardwood. It was carpet. Nigga, I was damn in the club by the DJ speaker. This motherfucker had to speak on, dance with this bitch. Damn, she just looked back and I guess she like, yo, fuck this nigga. She damn went from like level two to level 22. This motherfucker started going off, throwing that ass in a circle. Nigga, I'm on her ass trying to damn hang in there. But I fucked around Where and called her. Damn, I think it was fucking, what was this shit over here called? It wasn't alligators. We used to come out here from, from Clint come this motherfucker. What was that oh, other alligator. shit name? Nah, it wasn't alligators. Salsa Tech. Yeah. That's what it was. We were Salsa Tech. Damn. A lot of wild shit went down. Hell yeah, nigga. I fuck around and caught a cramp in my leg. <laughs> and damn, still trying to damn dance on ass. I had to prop my ass up by like the wall to get some traction because I couldn't bend my leg. But in the process, we fucking hit the DJ speaker. And that shit's like tumbling down. And I'm trying to hold a speaker up, trying to keep my leg straight and still trying to throw dick on her ass. Did, which so, which one did you fail at? Did the speaker fall? Oh, I failed at all them shits. The you failed? The speaker failed. <laughs> the damn bitch got hit on the shoulder with the speaker <laughs> and shit. And I'm in writhing pain because I got you, this. And you failed too? No, I just <laughs> laid back on the stage area. Like, I'm fucked up in this motherfucker. She damn went in on my ass. Motherfuckers was laughing and shit. I didn't give a fuck, nigga. I needed a damn medical staff to come and stretch my ass out because my legs was fucked up. And after that, I think that was the last time really I was grinding and damn competitive out, dancing with a bitch. Yeah, like hell no, I ain't with that shit. Did like, the speaker blow out? No. Kept the DJ was just like, oh shit, oh shit. He kept saying that. And I don't know what happened after that. I was fucked up. But they grabbed the shit. But damn, yeah, that competitive dancing, like you said, the old school shit. Leave that shit alone, man. Don't go to the club down trying to grind on these hoes. Because these hoes down getting their feelings and trying to show out. But uh, what Too Short said, um, though I told you, you can't do that with a dick in you. you know so many, of these, I mean, so many of these women now, like that's a whole different story. But bro, it's so many dudes in the club now. Like from a from a from a woman perspective, and I see it as a DJ. It's like these dudes really seem like they're afraid of pussy. It's like you're not engaging these ladies at all. Nigga. Niggas come to engage with other niggas. And yeah, and they act yeah. like they doing the most and they talk louder so you can get their attention and they're mm. more emphatic with their gestures and shit to get attention. But you're yeah. not directing any of that attention towards any of these ladies. Right. So it's like you force them to start dancing by themselves and then complimenting themselves and women dancing yeah. on women and admiring each other because your ass is afraid to get anywhere near them. Mm-hmm. So you, mm. you, a lot of you niggas are perpetuating that. Yeah, they be on that fuck shit, show up to the so, club like, hey, we gonna be damn seeing what we got going on. It's and a big then, pet peeve of mine, man. Like, don't if the women are all happy, if it's all women on the floor, all the women on the floor, don't right. ask me to come up and play some shit you can go here in your motherfucking car where women won't dance. You can go play that bullshit by yourself. Let these women be happy. They having fun, having their moment. And then we play your bullshit and all the women leave and you ain't even activated. You still standing there nodding your dumb ass head with them same motherfucking niggas you came with that you gonna leave with. And talk right. shit and point. Oh, she was bad as fuck. She was choosing. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was not. She was choosing. trying to look through you. She right. was trying to see if her other homegirl was there so she could dance with her and get mm-hmm. her drinks to celebrate. But that's another rant for another time. Yeah, niggas won't even speak to chicks. They wow. niggas niggas will speak to chicks like they speak you speak to niggas. They what? give them the head nod. They see a nigga, they giving them the brother hug and all that shit. What's bro. good, bro? Like happy nah, and shit now. Yeah, niggas is damn suckers out here doing dumb ass shit. You know what I'm saying? But damn. Some of these ladies hey, man, love you to dance. Let me give you that shit. That's for the guests. Hit that number back. I told her, damn, I'm recording the podcast. I can't damn uh, call her because she says she long to go up call. So you just talk about the call on the podcast. I yeah, guess. nah, nah. We, we finna keep this motherfucker rolling. Well, we got some damn topics and shit that's been submitted. You know what I mean? So we go hop right into them motherfuckers and see what we got going on. Right. So, um,. How do you tell your friends and family no when they want donations for their kids? Um, the best way, <clears throat> honestly, I found to say no in that situation 
Because that's already a difficult situation because there's family involved. Okay. Uh, the best situation is to be direct. I think <laughs> there's no sense in sugarcoating and it sound like, man, I wish I could. Because if you come with all that man you wish you could, now they're going to be stalking your ass like, oh, you wish you could, but you just bought that motherfucking brand new pair of chains, <laughs> nigga. Right. You Count wish your you could, pockets. but you got a whole cart. Like, so now... You on some like Seinfeld episode where now you're trying to hide your happiness and your success because yeah. somebody won't in, in your pockets can't get in. So it's it's best to be direct. And I'm learning, you know, I had a situation where um I had some work done one time and a family member was in that line of business. Like they did that type of work, but I didn't get that family member to do the work. I right. got somebody else to do the work because that family member uh I didn't feel like what they did would meet my needs and satisfy my needs for the work that I wanted. So that family member felt the type of way. Okay. But at the same time, um, I felt compelled to be like, you know, I have the right to spend my money how I choose, you know. You do. Uh, If you need help or a loan, that's a different subject, but you're not hurting. Your business is still successful. Right. This one client hadn't made or broke you. So whatever, you know. But I talked to my moms about it a while back, and she was like, "You know, take the higher road. Don't be very, don't be rude. You know, I think she has more wisdom, and I would have been more of an asshole with that communication. But you know, it was just as simple as, man. I really just want to leave my money um, where I want to put it, yeah. and it's as simple as that. And just end it there. Don't even be like, nah, it's because I would rather this, or you do this, or you can't do that, or I heard none of that. Just I would rather spend my money the way I want to and just leave it as simple as that. Yeah, sometimes. And say a direct no. Sometimes it's best not to do business with family. You know what right. I mean? And damn. So if they hit you up like, hey, you know, man man selling that world's finest chocolate, you just going to be like. I'm going to be like, okay. You'll be like, hell no, I ain't buying this no, shit. No, I would literally just say, okay. Okay, well. That's good to know. <laughs> and you should just, you should be able to gather enough. <clears throat> you should be able to gather enough from that. What's happening? Oh yeah, you ain't got to creep in like it's church. You good? You can walk in this motherfucker. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could. You could go ahead. You could go ahead and just you know walk on in. Right. But damn. Okay. So the topic you came in on, we talking about how to uh, what's the best way to tell somebody, like friend or family, no when they asking for donations for their kids. First off, introduce yourself. Yeah, introduce hey, yourself. You, you know what I'm saying? Hi, I'm Stephanie Fowler. I'm a makeup artist in Malden, South, in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Fucking right. And You might um, need to be a little closer to the mic. I make the world a better place. Okay. One face at a time. One face at a time. I got a question for you as an MUA, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Oh, you using big words. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's, that's not a big word. word. That's what we call ourselves. Nigga, that's three letters. Nigga, how's MUA? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> 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 Not a big word. That was too funny. Let's have to get a get a get a point across. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how to tell a family member no? Yeah. For donations. For donations. Yeah. They need that bread. Uh well, I mean, how to tell them no? I I just I don't I I don't got it. To me, that's like, I'm just, sorry. But, but no, no, nah, we need you to buy some of this this world finest chocolate. I'm not into chocolate. Girl Scout cookie. I'm on diet. Okay. Oh. Help with my mortgage, my rent. Uh, I have to work. See, but what's going to happen if you say you ain't got it, they're going to see you on Facebook, see, oh, shit, she's successful as fuck. She doing all this makeup. She got this new dress. She did got this new whip. I right. saw that shit on Fashion Over. I can't afford. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be. They're gonna be counting your pockets if you tell them you ain't got it. They're gonna yeah. be making sure you don't have it. And they may. And they may do that. Yeah. But at the same time, if they're counting my pockets, that means they're not watching theirs. So you know, <laughs> you know, they're you know they're spending too much time focused on the wrong thing. You know, if they're right. looking at me and they're not focused on themselves, so, so I have motivate a, them to get their own shit. Yeah, now. that's it. That's all I want to do. I inspire. Yeah. That sounds good. I like that. It'd so that sounds like you would probably just say, if you don't get your fucking shit together. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would be like, come on now, what the fuck is wrong? Come on. <laughs> it sounds like she done had the conversation before. Politely. Well, no, very nicely. Yeah, yeah she you was gotta very know, eloquent with that. You gotta be how, it's all in positioning. Let me tell you how damn technology done changed this shit. I used to just have something where I'd be like, oh, I don't never carry cash. 
You know motherfuckers cash done start saying, what's your cash out? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Motherfuckers, will, motherfuckers your will take shit. your card. Like, yeah, all they need is your tagline. All they need is your little cash symbol. I'm not sending you shit, bro. Like, I got... Like, where was you when my daughter needed some shit? Man, the Girl Scouts be on that shit. Now, if you walk by, I don't have no cash. Oh, we take cards. Cash. They yeah, take I mean, like, listen, shit. listen, Cash App is the new. You're taking an L. We have Zelle as well. If you're not coming with Cash App, you can use an official, yeah, money transferring tool. Yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're out there. And they're connected yeah. to banks. And so everything. you got to be just direct, no. Yeah, my baby on the pageant. Yo, motherfucker did this shit to my brother. One of his damn co-workers hit his ass, was like, yo, you know, my baby in the pageant. Any donation can help. This nigga responded back and screenshotted me the shit like, why are they in a pageant? <laughs> That's Point crazy. blank. Maybe That's he didn't mean nice. it like because this yeah, person's ugly. They just meant like you don't have no business if you ain't got the money oh, well, being yeah. in it. Which one was it? Was it like he saying like you ugly? I thought it was from was the ugly saying, standpoint, oh, but that made up. sense. I ain't it think about what a, it Man, that pageant game and all that stuff, that shit is expensive. That could and you got to put a lot of money into it. So it's like if you yeah. don't have bread, that might not be the place you need to invest that in, a, been what he was in a beauty pageant. Yeah. You know? so, well, yeah. 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 That, I ain't talk about that. That's yeah. a good perspective. He might not have been calling that place ugly. Awesome point. Awesome point. Next topic that was submitted. And I saw this shit, man, on the internet like a minute ago. One of my homegirls that sent me this shit like, hey. This shit that came up again. So it's this dude, I think he's from North Carolina, named, um, damn, I forgot his name, something. Right. I have to find a name. But he got a song called Let the White Kids Say Nigga. And this is a black person? Yeah, a black person. He got all white people in the video, and he like, we need to let the white kids say nigga. You know what I think? The first thing that comes to my head, I think that this person has a gimmick. I think that's the first thing. But people like people been going in on on but online. Driving, but that's driving business to him, like getting that attention. Nah, like, bro. Certain shit. I didn't think he was. I didn't, I didn't do. say he should do it. I think that was his goal. The, like I don't think he really even believes that. I think his goal was really to get attention sure. and market himself. So he just he just put that shit out there like that. That's what I really think. I, I do. I think it's smart. No. Do I think you should do it? No. But I think that's the intent behind it. You just want to get people talking about your shit. That's so ignorant. Yeah. yeah. But motherfuckers, like, what, 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 motherfuckers yeah. have done worse. Well, not, yeah. But motherfuckers but, have, but done, look, but look motherfuckers have what, walked around in diapers But what is the point themselves. of it? Like, what's the whole point of let the, I mean, what's the point? Like, what is it about, what is yeah. it grounded in and yo, why yo, is it? He's saying, his, his hook says, like, let them say it because they go say it anyway. You know what I'm saying? And he got, like, all these little white girls in there with him. He got this dude, white dude in there with him. nigga in the video? The white people. Oh yeah. Oh. And damn, <clears throat> but it kind of fades in and out. But the thing, the problem I got with the shit, bro, is like when Lil Nas X came out with this country shit, right? Motherfuckers, oh he clout chasing, fuck that damn song, like this nigga damn doing anything trying to get on. And I'm like, this the song hard, bro. Like what the fuck is you talking about? This nigga damn, maybe that's his name. But then when this nigga came out. The number of DJs that's behind that shit, nigga. Videographers behind this shit, like oh. You talking about old time road of this? No, this let the white kids say, nigga. They like yo, and so um, a DJ had put that shit out today, like hey, let's let's start some dialogue around this. Motherfuckers was going in on the comments. They was like, oh yeah, I agree. Let them say it. That way I can be there to slap shit out their ass after they say it. Other people was like. Yo, how the fuck do you even put this out as a topic to start dialogue? Like, that's dumb as hell. And damn, the shit got like a million views, bro. That's, that's the shit. Yeah, like, but nah, me personally, I'm going to go ahead and say I ain't with none of that shit. I done said that on the podcast numerous times before. I got white homeboys and I got white homegirls, and they understand. You Don't ever say that motherfucking word around me. Now, I done had people that's done let it slip before, whether they rapping or they thinking they done got to a certain cool level, and I made sure it's like the record skip. We paused that shit immediately. Like, listen, don't you ever say that shit again around me. Like, you you don't have, nah, that shit ain't cool. You say that shit again, that's a problem. Like, I don't give a fuck how cool yeah. we is. You got to clarify that's... where you stand. Nah, yeah. hell no. Absolutely. I don't deal with that shit, man. Uh, Period. That's a no-brainer. I think the dude did it for for reasons to uh, 
go ahead and try to get, you know, 15 seconds of fame. But this, this is what I would say. The same way when niggas be talking all that gangster shit, and if you're really not with that shit, somebody going to see you, you better be prepared for people who not even gangsters who just got a firm stance to, like, they might want to slap you for that same approach of you yeah. trying to But I mean, I could... There's so many... I mean, but on the low-key, on the real, I bet that there's millions of white people who feel that way. They're like, yes, this nigga... This nigga finally paved the way because we've been thinking this all the time, you know? So I, I feel like there's a lot of white people who feel like they agree with that sentiment, feel like they're not racist, and they don't understand the connotation behind the word, whoop-de-woo, whoop-de-woo, they think it's cool, but it's not. And right. you can't. Right. So let's leave it at that. So yeah, don't let the white don't let the white kids say nigga, man. Like, not around me anyway. Uh, don't, you know you set saying? yourself up for a fail. Don't don't put yourself in that, that situation. So uh, do uh, some other shit. Yeah, man. So this this came up because my homegirl actually did some bullshit, but I'm going to tell you what she did after I asked the question. So let's say you riding around and you see I your- I ride around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see your girl's car at just a random ass house. And I know it's her car. Like tags. You know it's her car. Like there's a, I mean, you know for sure this my baby car. Like, because, okay. yeah. <clears throat> Are you stopping to see what the fuck going on, or how you playing the shit? I probably wouldn't stop. Okay. I would. Um. I might be like, I might say, "What's up? What you up to?" And see what you say. Okay. And if you say something that's like, "Oh, I'm at such and such house, and I know that's not such and such house," because oh, you go text some, them. Yeah, I might. Okay. Just, yeah, I might just. Hey, what's okay. up? What you up to? You know, what's going on? That type of shit, and let you communicate what's going on. Or even, you know, I might just, hey, so how was your day? What you do today? Right. And if you tell me something different than what I know, or if you can't tell me you were at this location, or you try to make it, that'll I think that'll tell me everything I need to know. If you say, oh, I was over here, and you tell me that house, and this is what I was doing, that's it. That's that's fine. That's all I needed to hear. But if you say, I was at like such and such place, this girlfriend, or this person, and I know they don't live there. All I need to know is that you lied about it. And that's I don't need to know why you lied. I don't need to know what was really going on. I know you were willing to lie about it. So you're willing to jeopardize our relationship for it. So I would just leave it like that. And I just that's that's when I just take it like that. I don't need to do any more investigation. Once I know you've lied about it, that's as simple as that. So it was real simple for me. Okay. Um so I'ma tell you how I would handle it, then I'm gonna tell you how she handled it. So how I would handle it, I'd be like you know, I, I hit her. Like, hey, I'm riding through so and so I see a wheel. You straight? And then see what the response is. Let it, I already see your whoop, motherfucker. So you damn you're you're cornered. So come with the shit. What the hell you got you going on? Throw out. Yeah, I'ma throw it out. Like, hey, I, I see you whoop. And then see what she say. But what happened with my homegirl, she damn see her nigga whoop. She damn pull up, ready to go, bananas, beating on the door, and all this other damn shit. Do I know this homegirl? No. Okay. Come to find out, this nigga over there with another nigga and his wife, who's travel agents, planning a damn anniversary getaway for them. You know what I mean? But I told her, the reason why you reacted that way must be that nigga that did some foul shit before. Or you done done some foul shit before. And now you think of like, oh, he up to no good. Or she's just insecure. Well, how do you become insecure though? That could, you can be insecure from a past relationship. Either okay. way, you're still accountable. But it could just be an insecurity that came from somewhere else. You know motherfuckers bring bullshit from the past into their present all the time. Right. So, that's another point. Free fall real quick. So, let's say... You're in a relationship with somebody and they keep saying, well, you know, they keep bringing up the old situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't, I don't know because bop, bop, bop did this or you know what I'm saying? Or they like, I can yeah. stop you right there. What I would say is, um, well, if you still bringing that up, obviously you're not over that. You really shouldn't have been in the point where you fucking with me. You need to be able to reset, reload, even if you had that experience in the past. If you can't take me at face value until I fuck up and you already treat me like I fucked up and I haven't, you shouldn't be in a relationship right now. So that's that's like nicely saying, look, 
you politely saying that I know you got this little insecurity behind this shit, but if you don't fucking figure this shit out, I can't ride with this. Period. That's right. the nice way. That's that you just charismatically communicating that, or at least that's what I'm communicating when I say that. Because right. you, that's the truth. Like if you, if I'm at a point where anytime a girl, you know, text, I text her and she don't respond, and I'm like ready to go crazy, um, because I, a girl did it before in my past, she cheated, and any a girl can be doing anything. Like I be busy as fuck. I don't have time to respond to a lot of texts just because I be busy as fuck. So. If I'm if I'm feeling like that, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I need to get over my insecurity about motherfuckers not responding to my texts before I try to get into another relationship and bring that insecurity into a fresh situation. So what if y'all y'all just get in a relationship and she call you? Well, we'll just it's time to just get right out. But wait a minute, y'all y'all and they ain't fucking or nothing. Y'all just having a regular conversation. Well, it makes it easy. We ain't even oh, fucking. Hold on, you ain't let me finish the question. I don't have to. I'm ready. So y'all just sitting there, y'all having a conversation. She call you by an old nigga name. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I really didn't have to hear that. I mean, it's clear to me. It would be like, what's my goals in this situation? If she's calling by somebody else's name, like if I don't, if I'm just trying to be fucking, call me whatever. No, um, y'all in a relationship. And how's it that early? And we're in a relationship. <laughs> you're and you calling me somebody else's name? Well, you calling me somebody else's name? We there's a there's a problem. But let me tell you. I don't see it that way. I'm gonna tell you why. So you okay? You it might be a double. Me, it might be a double. Melvin. It might be a double standard. No, because I did that shit. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. got out of relationship. Yeah, you did hypocritical because you wouldn't be cool if a woman did. that. Oh thing. shit, no! But I done got out of relationship, and maybe like two months later, I'm in another relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, fuck it. I love her, but damn. I fucking damn says shit. You know, you're ex whore. Yeah, like I said, fucking. We was just talking, having a random conversation. I said the other bitch name, and I didn't even realize I did that shit. Oh, no, no, she didn't say nothing right then. She just she kind of got up and removed herself from the setting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, what the hell wrong with you? We having a great time. <laughs> Do you realize what you just called me? Yeah, and I I, I said the name again. Still not locked in, like nigga, you with another bitch. Like, why is you tripping? You still and but I can see it. Like, it depends on the newness of the relationship. Nah, you still call me somebody else's name, and it's early or late for me. So you ain't never been with no chick, cause you be with a lot of bitches. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you ain't At one been point with no in my chick. life, I have been around a lot of bitches. But you yeah. ain't never been with no chick. You you think before you talk, like, oh shit. No, nah, you, sure you, you, you know what? You know what? You know what I do? Right. Let, me, let me be real with you. Even at the point in my life when I was around a whole lot of bitches, uh, and and trying to pursue them at different levels, I'm really really good. Like I default myself. If you know you doing that, I don't say a name at all. Like I'm gonna have that bae, boo, you know, girl. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm already programmed to use those terms because what happened when you do that? You be thinking about a name and then you catch yourself in your mind like, oh shit, I would have. I was about to call her a whole motherfucking different name. Right. I'm glad I stick to the code. Like this is my script. I always do, you know, pronouns. That's my shit. You know, I'm even careful with the pet nicknames because if you don't throw that same pet nickname to everybody, same shit. It's okay. like what the fuck. So you just, I just defer. Yeah, yeah, sweets. Yeah, bae. Yeah, boo. <laughs> sweets. Whatever. You know, whatever the term is. It's, oh, it's so you give them a pet name quick. No, no, I don't up. give them a, a pet name. I give them a generic. So, because if you say the wrong pet name to somebody, you in the same can of worms. I like that shit. You in the same shit. But yeah, yeah hey, girl. I like that. You know, hey, you know, hey you bitch. Say, no. <laughs> I ain't from the West Coast. Hey, bitch. I ain't from the West Coast. I ain't, all right, you know, so, but I, I use word terms. Or you don't even, I mean, if you're just talking to one person in the room, you really, if you think about it, it's not a whole lot of times you really got to say their name. If you in your conversation, you just do it. It's a part of it. But if you train yourself to curve that, Damn. you don't have to say names at all. So you let me know, I ain't shit. I ain't you, have myself you just, trained. You just, you just fucked up. I'm just out here damn, You should have probably been loose. using etiquette of motherfuckers that be around a lot of bitches. Because you just fucked yourself. Yeah, How about I that? I did fuck myself. Yeah. Cause yeah. that, you, if you stick to that code, my nigga, niggas all across the world, free game. You stick to that code, and you don't ever, ever say names. And if you do, you 
you think about like motherfucker. If I finna say a name and I'm fuck with a lot of bitches, I get, I ran that shit through my mind like five times, five six times. Like I know but, your yeah. name right now before I say it out my mouth. Like it ain't gonna be no no quick conversation. Like oh, but shit, man, you defense, crazy as fuck. No, you're undefendable. No, no, women that told me like stop talking to me like I'm your nigga because they'll say us do something. I'll be like motherfucker. <laughs> Like, what the but, hell? But you see, if you throw motherfucker out generically and they don't like it, that's one thing. But they don't think because you call them a motherfucker, you referring to another bitch now. That's completely different. Uh, now they complain about they just don't like I you like call that, Great perspective. Great perspective. Free game. Talk shit about other shit. Yeah, yeah talk shit about other shit. <laughs> um, what age should you stop being in the club all the time? Uh, and that depends. Because, like, like, if you're working in the club, with your you're not working, you just oh, going out on the weekend. Jesus Christ, this Tito's got me fucked up. Well, it also depends on your worldview, I would say, man, because I think the I think the prevalent thought this is the prevalent thought okay. that if you're at the club and you're at a certain age. At some point, your life is a failure or you're unsuccessful because you're still in the fucking club. Right. But you you have to ask that person, what are your goals? Yeah. Or if you just in the fucking club, are you in there because you're having fun? Like that motherfucker from Spartanburg I, I told you about, I used to think he was a crackhead because we used to do crazy dances every week. We used to call, I made a, I called, I didn't know his name, so I called a dance to Larry Melvin. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah, that nigga. The used Larry to go Melvin, in. that motherfucker used to go. He wasn't a crackhead. He didn't do but any he drugs. He came there to work out. He came to, he, he, that was his exercise. He used to yeah. love to dance. He didn't come to holler at women. He didn't come to get fucked up. He came to dance. So from his worldview, that shit cool. Now, if you out there and you 55 and you at a club full of 21-year-olds and you up here thirsting after them, you probably are going to be just generally perceived as, oh, this nigga's a failure. Right. He's too old to be here. Yeah. But you got to go back to your life goals. If your life goal is just shit, I I, I want to shoot as long as I live. Like we don't. If that motherfucker is a millionaire and he had the opportunity to date women his age and he don't like it or whatever, and he's just like until I die, hell, I just want to fuck with twenty one year old bitches. I don't give a fuck. Hell, I, when you put that perspective on it, now are you really a failure? Like no, that's what you want to do. That's your vice, and I'm just like, well, go live your life. So it really, I would have to say, it depends. So if, if it's that one situation, right, where you unsuccessful, you don't have anything going for yourself, you definitely missed your opportunities, and you're in the club, right. and you hollering at these young bitches, now I would naturally say you a fail. But if you like my man Larry Melvin, you just want to go have fun, right. you know, regardless of your financial situation, being that motherfucker to you 100, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah, um, my thoughts on it is, man, like, I, I really can't give an honest opinion on it because I ain't never been a clubber like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see what all the hype is around it. Like, it's cool, but, you know, just to be there every weekend, I got to be in the club putting on a, a fresh outfit, damn, for what? You know, that's how I look at it. This shit ain't damn bringing me no kind of revenue. I'm just out here. Just to be out here, so I agree with what you said. Just know, know what the fuck you got going on. If you really out there to damn do some shit, um, cool, you know. But if you just out there wasting time and every weekend you gotta be in the club or every Tuesday you gotta be at two dollar Tuesday, damn, you might not have enough business going on with yourself. Or if you if you go on specifically just to flex so people can feel as if you got something that you don't have. Mm -hmm. To put up or keep up and maintain a front. Then exactly. Your clubbing is now a failure. Yeah, your clubbing is a failure, man. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so Anderson submitted this one. It is, what is power and what does it feel like? And I'm going to let him elaborate because I really don't know where we was going with this. Yeah, I'm going to elaborate, man. And it was, uh, it was really this concept is really based on an idea that uh, we were just talking about, man. And right. When motherfuckers are talking shit about you. It's usually motherfuckers that are talking at a lower level, meaning that motherfuckers who are very successful, got a whole lot of shit going on, they're not spending their time talking shit about somebody that's, you know, at a lower means or a lower stature situation, you know? So what I mean by what is power and what does power feel like, uh, I feel like power is 
is first uh, understanding the self, like understanding where you are, where you fit in the grand scheme of things. And if you want to change where you are in the scheme of things, having actions in place to, to do it. Right. I feel like power is having the balls to execute on your goals and your dreams. Like okay. that is that is power. Aside from the ability to just like be able to influence mass amounts of people. And there's certain responsibilities. Like when you're a powerful person or if you even at certain levels of power, like I feel like even you, you know, and myself, I'm at a certain point in my life where the power that I've attained from self understanding and understanding my goals, if somebody come at me on the internet, I'm in too high of a position and I'm not even where I want to be, but to be going back and forth like interneting you and right. doing I'm that would that would take away from my position of power. Right. Yeah. My, my, the influence and, and what I've established. So I really I, I wanna I wanna ask you like what does it feel like to be at a point of actualization, you feel me? To the point that your goals, the things you see, the things you want to make happen, those wheels start turning. And it mm. started with a mindset, an idea, but yeah. you you see it to the point that it's an idea that you sat, chill, marinated, drank, smoke, or whatever, but it's fruition now. Right. That shit is here. You are that. That is power and in itself. And I feel like when you do that, you have a certain level of responsibility with that power. Like, same with fighting. Like, you don't get no stripes, you know, if you 6'5", 250, fighting a motherfucker that's like 4'1", a buck 10, soaking wet. Exactly. It's just not cool. You have to be able to be responsible with the power that you have because it has more influence. And when you can make a big wave with your power, with people with power and limited understanding don't get, you can make a big wave. But you yeah. got to understand that there's going to be a big pushback or tidal wave coming back of equal or larger force based on your own power. What you said out there, so you know that's 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 my take on it. But what does it feel like to you to to have power, or what do you feel like in terms of responsibilities of having power? Man, I feel like, and <clears throat> now that I see how you elaborate on this topic, I think that was damn shit, nigga. I've been I've been dealing with that shit right now. Like I feel like having power is because I've been telling people like, man, a lot of people that hit me up like, yo. Nigga, I, I think this your hottest shit ever. Like, this last tape you put out. Like, you just came out of nowhere and hit niggas with that shit. The shit you was talking. And they even commented on the shit you was talking. They was like, yo, y'all niggas came in kind of like on some king shit. Like, fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. But I told them what really helped me out, man, through that whole process, I didn't listen to nobody else's music. Like, niggas done asked me, hey, you heard this? No. I haven't because at the end of the day, I don't want your creative juices to influence what the Bro, fuck I'm doing. And it's so contagious, specifically where it's contagious with with MCs is a nigga won't even realize if you listen to an artist so much, yeah, you will flow jack. You don't even realize that you take in they flow. You just feel like you're doing your thing and putting it. And if you don't have your own voice or your sound, then you always sound like somebody else. Right. That's that's a brand you're gonna have to live with. You know? So I ain't with that shit, but the shit that damn kind of resonated with me, I remember me and you was having a conversation one time. You was like, man, if you think about it, people don't rap about everything, but somebody might say it better than the next person. Yeah. And my thoughts was like, okay, I don't want to be in that lane. I want to be that nigga. So I started doing music from this standpoint. Ain't nobody else on the planet doing music but me. You know what I mean? And the way I stay in that, that lane is I don't listen to other people's shit. It ain't a diss, you know? But I just know, like, if I'm just talking what the fuck I'm going through, what I've been through, like, the style I would want to come out on, if I ain't never heard your shit, like, even instrumentals, people send me, like, hey, I want to hear you rip this shit. I will find the instrumental. I don't listen to the original song because I don't want to be influenced by the original song. So I think when you have power, I was listening to a podcast. Um, it's a success podcast, and they was talking to this DJ, motherfucker, multi-millionaire, and he was talking about that. He was like, "Man, it's powerful when you understand. Like, okay, I'm sitting here right now with an AP on. That's what he was saying. I, I got a I got an Audemars Patek on. If I take this watch off right now, 
I'm still comfortable with who I am. This watch don't make me. If I got to take a flight and I got to sit in Delta, you know what I'm saying? Regular shit, no first class, nothing. I'm not hopping on a PJ. I'm cool with that because I'm comfortable with who I am. He was like, my mom used to work, make $1,200 a month. She couldn't even afford a daycare. She had to take me with her, you know what I'm saying, when she went to her job. But he was like, I was happy because that's what it was. He was like, people don't understand. And now I, I started seeing some of the basketball players doing this shit. Where they be like, oh, you didn't make the playoffs again. Oh, you didn't do X, Y, Z again. And they're like, yeah, you are right. But my life is still pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? I can go and do what the fuck I want to do. You know, I can take care of my family. Like, I'm blessed with this gift to be able to do this. So that's how I start looking at shit, man. Like, it don't even have to be motherfuckers who go out. I don't have to get 100,000 people buy my shit, nigga. But just the shit where I get niggas who really love what the fuck I'm doing that respond like, bro, like, when you said this, this impacted me. Like, my man who I was telling you about, his son, you know what I'm saying, passed away. Rest in peace. He hit me up and was like, man, I shed a tear every time I listen to the song. Like, the real shit you were saying is, you don't understand the impact that had on my family. That's the kind of shit that I like. I don't give a fuck about this other shit where, oh, you ain't in the club, or you ain't on the radio, or you ain't doing this. Nah, nigga, real niggas fuck with me. That's power. Fuck you. You being something that you're not. I think the most important thing that when you know you found your voice is like a lot of artists, you have two two characteristics I find that like if you're if you have your voice as an artist. Right. One is I could write the dopest motherfucking sixteen ever, but if I don't have my voice as an artist, you don't want to hear it. Whereas if I give that same sixteen to someone like Rick Ross, Mm -hmm. someone like Drake, maybe someone R. I. P. Nip, someone that already has their voice, it could pop in a completely different light because they have their voice. Right. Um, another thing, and these are just characteristics I've thought about, like, and I talk to you about this, like, a lot of artists, like, the same way you're engaged when you hear their voice on a song, you can just listen to them. You can listen to them talk. Yeah. You can, you engage with their voice yeah. all together. Whether mm-hmm. they spitting bars or they just giving you real, real spill game, like you like that voice and it engages you. And I think that's those are just like underlying characteristics of like extremely successful artists, regardless of their financial net worth, marketing, whatever. Whoop de whoop. Like yeah. you said, you know, um, one of the most underground, you know, currency has never, you know, to my knowledge, you correct me if I'm wrong, like an individual project. Uh, well, I w- I'll say now with, you know, the internet age, but just like in terms of just like physical units, he was never like a platinum selling artist, but his his fan base is so loyal yeah. and he's independent. So he's not on a major. So as opposed to some, some artists in the past who may make 30 cents off an album, yeah. this nigga's getting $10 off an album. Mm-hmm. So if you're selling 100000 at 10 and somebody else is selling, you know, $2 million, but you're getting pennies, you know, he's still living great. He's still touring. And his tours always sell out because his fan base is not only loyal, but they travel. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I think people who love him as an artist would say those same, some same characteristics. You just give him, if you ghostwrite some shit uh, for him, it might pop better than if you're an artist, if you don't have a voice in terms of what they're doing and what they got going on. So, yeah, Yeah. good shit. We, yeah, we covered yeah. a whole lot of shit, and we ain't even finished all of the topics. And I forgot some topics, but we can still say them for next week, another mm-hmm. time. Uh, shout out to our guest, Stephanie, the MUA. Uh, really would love to banter with her a little bit more. She'll she be back. To, she had to leave. She had to check in and check out. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. But uh, as always, man, we really, really, really need you to send music, motherfucker. You can send that to Podcast at gmail.com. You can send it to bookdjrain at gmail.com. It's all about giving our Carolina artists a platform, you know. Um, so submit it and be heard, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, you can hear us. Um, you can catch us and reach us. I Say Podcast, all one word, Instagram and Facebook. Again, that's I Say Podcast, all one word, playboy. And again, one more time for the dumb motherfuckers who weren't actively <laughs> listening. Book DJ Rain at Gmail. Send me your motherfucking music. Mm-hmm. On behalf of... Uh, Fuck step. 
who's not in the building today. Mm. Stephanie, uh, Merv Bo, uh, is a real truth. Hey, get that. Out. I just want to rap. All major platforms. Get that shit. Spin Ruler. My mixtapes. That uh, pill. Go get it. Petty for a purpose. Still coming, motherfuckers. It's coming, motherfuckers. Uh, but on behalf of the whole crew, the whole team, man, I'm DJ Rain signing out saying we'll see you.